0: Welcome to the Art, Life, Faith podcast. I'm your host, Roger Lowther. Well, this week I've been working on putting subtitles to the various talks from our Aroma of Beauty conference we held here in Tokyo in March. There were so many amazing stories shared. And although it was all in Japanese with subtitles, soon you too will be able to watch and hear them. But I wanna take this time now to share one of these stories with you in this podcast. It's really exciting to me how God shows himself through all the art and culture of the world. And through the story of the tsunami violin, I was once again reminded of this. I've briefly mentioned the tsunami violin in a number of podcasts in the past, but this time I wanna go deeper and pass on to you some of the things that Munayuki Nakazawa shared in the conference. This tsunami violin was made from debris in the disaster area. When Nakazawa-san first visited the disaster area and saw the wood everywhere, you know, every wooden structure destroyed, every tree knocked down, and walked through it with his wife, she said, you know, this isn't just debris. This wood is fragments of people's lives. They represent hopes and dreams. Can't you make a violin from that? Well, of course, Nakazawa-san loved the idea and set out to do exactly that. He calls himself the Violin Doctor. His role is to fix and heal broken, sick violins, but he also makes new violins. And he was given a small piece of wood from the Kiseki no Ippon Matsu, the miracle pine tree, the only tree left standing in a beautiful grove of 70,000 trees. Every one of them was knocked down but one by the tsunami that hit the city of Rikuzentakata. This tree was a special image of hope. People thought, that tree's still standing, I can too. Even when it eventually did die from salt left in the soil by the wave, it continued to be a symbol of hope. I tell a lot more about this story in my book, Aroma of Beauty. So, Nakazawa san was given a small piece of wood from this tree after it died and wanted to do something special with it. The soundpost, the konchu in Japanese, literally means spirit pillar. I think that's a pretty cool name. I mean, soundpost, boring. Spirit pillar. It's like out of some fantasy novel or something. Here is Nakazawa-san talking about it in the conference. (laughs) (laughs) You can watch the rest of that clip with English subtitles in the show notes for this episode. Here Nakazawa-san is talking about how without the sound post, without this small piece of wood, the violin is dead. But with it, the violin comes to life. It sings like it was meant to. It really is the soul of the violin, the pillar, the foundation. And listening to Nakazawa-san talk, I couldn't help but think of the Spirit of God and of Christ. There are just so many levels of meaning here. I thought of the scripture verse from Romans 8:11. "If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of His spirit who lives in you." So the Spirit gives life to our mortal bodies, and just as the conchu, the spirit pillar gives life to the violin made from dead wood, you know, useless debris laying in the mud. The Spirit of God gives life to us. This Spirit comes to us because of Christ, who was hung on the tree, the tree, you know, the cross, the most famous of all trees, enduring the full onslaught of the tsunami of destruction that hits this world because of our sin. The Spirit is our life, and our foundation we can freely sing with life in ways not imagined possible because of his work in us so this violin of hope this tsunami violin is now traveling the country of Japan spreading this story and this hope to person after person it's called the bond of 1000 tones project There have been over 1,600 performances so far. In the performance in our conference, our teammate Christina Davison became the 749th violinist to play the violin in a performance. And she went on to perform at the annual festival in the art village of Seto, as I mentioned in a previous podcast. Nakazawa-san is trying to reach the goal of 1,000 violinists amateur or professional, perform in formal and informal concerts. He pointed out in the conference that the number 1,000 is full of meaning in Japanese culture, representing wishes and prayers. Perhaps the most famous one is the Senbazuru, or 1,000 paper cranes, and this holds the meaning that your wishes will be granted by the gods when 1,000 paper cranes are made. It means longevity and life. I saw these multicolored strings of paper cranes at memorial sites throughout the areas, devastated by the tsunami. In history, the most famous example of all was by Sadako-san. She was two years old when the bomb was dropped on Hiroshima and was exposed to radiation. And later, she died of leukemia. I remember when I visited St. Paul's Chapel shortly after 9-11, the chapel near the World Trade Center, and it was full of strings of 1,000 paper cranes sent by school children in Japan. There's also the sending body or 1,000 person stitches, where 1,000 people stitch into a belt or piece of cloth with prayers of protection. After the tsunami, I remember reading about the 311 Portrait Project by photographer Nobuyuki Kobayashi. His goal was to take 1,000 portraits of people in the disaster area. At that time, all the pictures people owned were washed away in the tsunami. I often found these pictures outside in the mud. Kobayashi-san wanted to help people build new memories by taking new portraits and giving them to them. Sometimes he would have school children write notes of encouragement on the back first. There was also the 1000 Portraits of Hope project by artist Naoto Nakagawa. He held an exhibit just a few blocks from where I live here in Tokyo. He went from shelter to shelter, hand drawing various people. Nakagawa-san lives and works in New York City, so I heard more about this exhibit as it traveled around Manhattan from my friends who lived there, especially when it was exhibited at St. John the Divine, which is near Columbia University where I went to school and got into a lot of newspapers. So he too was trying to reach 1,000 portraits. So the violin doctor Nakazawa-san shared stories of his hopes for the Bond of 1,000 Tones project. And he also shared something that Empress Michiko told him when he told her he wanted to reach a thousand performers to spread this hope around the country. And she said, people forget so easily, so go slowly, very slowly. If you send out this music, these tones to just even one person, then they'll remember It's so cool that this artist got the endorsement of the imperial household to pursue this project. I'm just so excited how God is bringing hope to the people of Japan. After such a terrible disaster, it was hard to find the light. But the lessons we learned then are just as applicable now for all of us around the world during the spread of COVID-19. We're enveloped in darkness people are lonely and isolated. We have to hide our faces from one another with masks. We're afraid to even get near each other. Entering someone's home or a church is a place of fear. And it's impossible to see what will come next. But this bond of a thousand tones shows us that we're not alone. We're surrounded by community. The tsunami violin, born out of disaster, provides just one more way to bring us together. It's just one more example of how the arts builds community and can build the church. Pointers to Christ are everywhere in the world around us. We just need more and more Christians to talk about them and point them out to praise the good and beautiful things we see in this world and show how it makes us think of Christ. And who knows, God may be calling even you to bring these conversations to a foreign land. This is Roger Lowther and you've been listening to the Art Life Faith Podcast. Please do check out the show notes so that you can watch Nakazawa-san's talk and also see some pictures related to this episode. As we say in Japan, See you next time.